welcome to the DFB Podcast. I'm AJ Wolf. I write DisneyFoodBlog.com, and I'm here with my co-host, Brad Johnson, from WDW for Grown Ups. I am that said Brad. Yes, and Brad, I just wiped a... Um... Uh-oh. <laughs> I just wiped... I don't like where this is going at all. <laughs> I just wiped a um, a cobweb off of my... <laughs> Of my microphone because it's been so long since we've gotten over here to do the podcast. That's true. We, do, we are we are behind. We there was literally a cobweb of a microphone. Mm, That's no go. good. We're turning the, our, our studio is turning into the haunted mansion. All right then. So tell me, AJ, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> today we are going to talk about the most important meal of the day by some people's standards, anyway. Yes. Most important meal of the day being breakfast, I suppose. Breakfast. We are going to talk about table service breakfasts. I was gonna. I usually consider beer to be the most important meal of the day, but you know. <laughs> what exactly is beer time? Any time. <laughs> oh dear. But presumably, before we before we jump into our discussion of breakfast in Disney World, we're going to start off with a little news. We've got lots of news, in fact. And then we're going to we will discuss breakfast after that. Then from there, we will move on to listener questions, and then we will finally do a little thing I like to call trivia. Trivia. So if everybody else is ready, let's keep our arms and feet inside the ride, and let's get going with the next episode of the DFB Podcast. Oh, that's so clever. <laughs> Right then, if we are ready, why don't we do a little news, AJ? Time for news. Time for news. Why don't we start off with yours and my favorite event at Disney World, a little thing called the Food and Wine Festival. Best time of the year. Best time of the year. Most important meal of the year. <laughs> it's like it's like Christmas for me. It's like Christmas for AJ. And my birthday and the Diamond Jubilee all wrapped into one. Okay, so Epcot Food and Wine Festival starts on September 28th this year. We've got some of the information. Hooray! Some. Um, and by the time this podcast come out, came, comes out, we will probably have all of the information. So head Let's over. not give them too much credit. We don't know whether or not we'll have all of them. <laughs> they like to keep it a closely guarded secret until the last minute. That's true. But they will, probably all of it will be out. So if you head over to DisneyFoodBlog.com, look on the sidebar, see the little, uh, the little box that says Epcot Food and Wine Festival, and you'll see all the links for all of the information right under there. Um, we know the booth menus. We have photos for those World Showcase booth food items. We have um, we have the special events. Uh, very soon we'll be coming out the seminars and demos um, that you can go to, those lower cost events. Everything's there on the sidebar. Just click on the on the link you wanna you wanna look at. More food and wine festival information than you can shake a stick at. That's right. There'll be no steak steak shaking. Steak shaking. <laughs> it's it's good. Well, I always get a little worried when the I've never when had the a steak start steak. to shake, or is it, or when the shake start to steak? This is this is this is a dangerous use of of, of uh, anyway. Phonics. Go to the go to DisneyFoodBlog.com. Look on the sidebar. Click on the Epcot Food and Wine Festival link, and you will see everything you want to know about and that festival. Speaking of awesome food and wine related events, there's also another opportunity to go sample some food and wine, and that is at the Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic. That's right. The Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic 
is going into its third year this year. It will be October 12th and 13th this year. And again, this is another place to go and sample food items, go to seminars, um, lots of great and fun information to do there. You can click on, you go again, go over to DisneyFoodBlog.com, click on the uh, Swan and Dolphin uh, Food and Wine Classic link right underneath the Epcot Food and Wine Festival one. And you've got some uh, special rates and information and stuff like that over there as well, Absolutely. Right? Disney Food Blog has special rates for you to um, to book your tickets and uh, and hotel rooms at the Swan and Dolphin. So please do go ahead and click on that link and head over there and see what's available. Now let's talk about yours and my favorite topic, the dining plan. The and more Disney specifically, plan. the best kind of dining plan, the free kind. There is free dining. They have announced, ladies and gentlemen, free dining for fall um, and going into it. I guess it's not. it doesn't hit winter yet, but fall of 2012. So if you're headed over to Disney World in September, October, November, December. December is not part of winter? It doesn't become winter until December 21. And this is only up until December 20th. Okay. So, all right. No winter included. However, uh, you can get right up until right before Christmas. So there's lots of dates included. Of course, there are some dates that are um, blackout dates for this. But again, all the information is on is on DisneyFoodBlog.com. It's like a broken record. Just go to DisneyFoodBlog.com <laughs> for all Everything the information. You need to know. Yep. And there was some other uh, news on the dining plan as well. Dates for or not dates, but uh, information for the uh, coming year, right? That's right, exactly. So um, the 2013 Disney Dining Plan information has been released. Um, of course, the prices went up, as they always do. Um, the other kind of big, one of these years, one of these years, they're just going to be like, we've decided to cut the price of the dining plan. It's going to plummet. Yeah. It's going to plummet. That will be <laughs> pigs will be flying. That's right. Um, so the the big news from the 2013 dining plan is that La Cellier Steakhouse is going to two credits for both lunch and dinner. So, you know, there's no there's no free ride at La Cellier anymore, or at least no half price ride. No half price ride. That's right. So that's gonna be uh, that's gonna bump up in price for lunch. Um, but all that information again, Disney Food Blog. You go to the tippy top of the of the of the website and there's a little button that says Disney Dining Plans. You'll get all the information there. And then a piece of news that I thought was pretty cool that I saw on your site was about uh, those wine seminars over at Tuto Gusto. That sounds pretty cool. Tuto Gusto. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's works for me. All right. Tuto Gusto is the brand new wine bar in Italy, in Epcot's Italy. And they have now started doing on Thursday and Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, they've started doing um, complimentary wine seminars where they also give you food. They give you like cheese and all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't know how long this will be going on, but it's happening right now. So if you happen to be in Epcot Monday or Thursday at 3 p.m., head over to Tuto Gusto and, and, and um, sample some of their fabulous uh, drinks and eats. Hurry before they get tired of giving out free food and wine to all of the people who read the Disney food blog. Everybody always gets tired of it. Yeah. They always end up stop stopping. You ruin everything, <laughs> AJ, by telling everyone about it. <laughs> I know. So definitely head over there because that, that place is great. Tiragusa is absolutely wonderful. And if you get the chance to try the Robiola cheese, save some for me because I really like it. All right, then. So I think that's pretty much all of our news for this week or for this episode. Does that sound right to you? I don't like to say this week because we haven't been, you know, our episodes are not weekly. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> yep, but that's what's going on. It's a lot of big news. Lots of big news. 
Okay, sports fans, it's time to talk about breakfast, the most important meal of the day. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> so we're going to talk specifically about table service breakfast, and it's a lot to cover, so we've broken it down a little bit. First, we're going to talk about just some of our favorite picks. Then we're going to talk about some particularly noteworthy buffets. Even though Bradley is in a place right now. That is not a buffet place. Not, not feeling buffets lately, but that's okay. Yeah. Th- then we're going to move on to character meals, a couple of character meals that you might want to check out. And then finally, we will discuss can't miss items. So we're going to try to cover it all for you in like 10 minutes here. So we're going to we're gonna be moving fast. Everybody get your notepads out or whatever. <laughs> get out your planning documents. That's right. We're, so, we're ready to go. So, Rev up the engine. So, Bradley, what's uh, what do you think is one of the most noteworthy places to eat breakfast in Disney World? I'm going to start with the obvious choice. One of the places that's kind of like, you know, has a lot of the breakfast options at uh, Disney World, and that's Kona Cafe. Yes. Because you can't really go wrong with going there, and they have a lot of really noteworthy dishes while you're there. Pretty much anything on the menu is a must-eat. You yep. have to eat it. And, so. and I think people probably, if you ask most people, the number one thing they would mention would be the Tonga Toast. Right. Which is uh, basically what, like a bunch of French toast kind of with stuffed with um, banana, yeah, rolled in cinnamon, sugar. Yeah, ro- it's a big old piece of sourdough French yeah. toast stuffed with bananas. It's, it's huge, it's super sweet. Um, yeah, and it's very good, but it's not actually. I usually get the steak and eggs while I'm there. Um, there's also macadamia nut pancakes, which you can never go wrong with. Oh, they're delicious. Um, the Samoan, which is like an eggs Benedict thing, right? Yeah, it's an eggs Benedict thing. Basically, it's it's um, poached eggs with hollandaise, and then they're kind of sitting on a uh, pulled pork hash oh, thing. I've never had that, which is kind of cool. And then they also have the big kahuna, which is just a bunch of everything, right? Big kahuna is just like everything. It's it's the macadamia nut pancakes with pineapple sauce, French toast. Um, it is eggs, home fried potatoes, bacon, sausage, ham. Every everything they have in the kitchen, they bring out in a they big just plate. Just dump for it you. on your table. Anyway, so so Kona is definitely, and then if you're there, definitely get the the Kona French press coffee as well. That's, that's right. That's imported um, from Hawaii. Kona Kona coffee, fabulous. And so, as you can see, there's lots of. I mean, when you've got that many can't miss items on a menu it's obviously going to be a kind of a, 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 a breakfasty place what else you got for us aj what? oh you know what we should mention it, it, the kona cafe is in the polynesian resort that's right in disney world which people are going to be wandering around aimlessly going i was told to go to the kona cafe and nobody <laughs> and i don't know where, where it, it is was. it's in the polynesian resort in disney world so that's also a good place to start your day if you're going to head to the magic kingdom so that's my pick and what's yours okay so a, a little hidden gem it's hidden to a lot of people anyhow is uh kuzina over on the boardwalk now this restaurant um it's not my favorite place for dinner but i do love it for breakfast they have a lot of really good breakfast items again it's another it's another place where you just want to order everything on the menu because it's all good i had when i was there last i had the french toast baklava stuff or the baklava french toast whatever whatever it's called yeah and it is I will say it's a little on the sweet side. Like yep. the first bite was just delicious, and by the end, I was kind of like, I think I may need some insulin right now or whatever. But you know, like I was that was my, I think my blood sugar was having some some trouble there. But it was uh, 
It was it was very good. It and is very good. The French toast baklava. My favorite thing there, again, with the insulin, is uh, these waffles, these square waffles topped with mascarpone. I can't even, I can never pronounce that cheese, but ma- mascarpone cheese, like a sweet cheese um, that it's, oh, it's so, so, so good. And over there also, they're, they're very well known for their... Um, for their turkey hash, they've got what's called a they, they call it the breakfast skillet, which has a bunch of great stuff in it. Um, this is a Greek style restaurant. It's Kat Cora's restaurant. If you guys are Iron Chef fans, and the breakfasts there are just unbelievable. Did we mention it was on the boardwalk? Because again, we yes, I, I think we did. It okay. is it is on the boardwalk, so it's over near Epcot. Another another uh, uh, good place to start your day if you're headed to Epcot or Disney Hollywood Studios for the day. And do you have a third place that we can mention for? I know that you mentioned you wanted to chat about. Oh yes, yes, yes. The uh, big W. Yes, Whispering WCC. Canyon Cafe. Right. Um, the, the when you go to the Whispering Canyon Cafe, a lot of the uh, the food is kind of a lot of the standard Disney breakfast foods, but it's served in a very unique environment, and I and I think it's it's a little better quality than than some of the places that you get breakfast. And most importantly, it's not a buffet. So it is not a buffet. It's, it's family style. They bring it to you, but it is not a buffet. And this restaurant is in Wilderness Lodge. It's a moderately priced restaurant in Wilderness Lodge. It's one of those kind of cheeky restaurants that's um, where the um, the servers are supposed to be kind of kind of have a little fun with you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> It sounds bad, but you know what I mean. They'll give you a little, a little grief while you're there. <laughs> they'll give you a little grief, um, but the the big thing to order here, they've got they've got um, a skillet, and all you can eat skillet, which comes with like sausage, eggs, Mickey pancakes, and they used to have pine cone. They are, yeah, I'm sorry, not have... Mickey pancakes, Mickey waffles, and they used to have pine cone waffles yeah. there, but they don't have them anymore. Um, they also have a really interesting. Um, Eggs Benedict with like barbecue. It's really kind of cool. So that's a, that's a great restaurant too, especially good if you're with your kids. So now let's move on to Disneyland. Okay. What do you got for us in Disneyland? Well, one of my favorite places to eat in Disneyland is Carnation Cafe. And that just reopened. Um, and it's got some, some great stuff on the menu. But what's really sad about it is that my, my very, very favorite cinnamon roll French toast has been taken off the menu. I think that is a travesty. It is. It is. Everyone a, should be writing their congressman to tell them that yeah, they need seriously. to pass legislation Write to your get the cinnamon, cinnamon roll French toast. Oh, back it was in the wonderful. Cafe. But now I still have faith in Carnation Cafe, and I still I still think they have some good stuff on the menu. So that's right there in Disneyland. It's a quick table service breakfast um, to start your day. Yeah, that was that was one of my favorites, but it's been a little undermined by the loss of the. the I haven't actually tried the new menu, so for all I know, they took everything good off, and it's it's you know. But uh, I'm going to go with kind of uh, uh, one that everybody loves, which is uh, brunch over at Steakhouse Fifty Five. Yes. So that's always. I mean, you know, it's pretty straightforward brunch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they have some great. Of course, they have some great steaks there because yeah. it's a steakhouse. So if you're if you're a big fan of steak for breakfast, that's a good place to go. Again, it's over in the Disneyland Hotel. It's a quieter breakfast. You don't. I mean, not a lot of people go, so you don't really have a, a, a huge concentration of the kiddos there. Um, but some kids absolutely love it. You can get Mickey waffles there. Um, so that's. I mean, great, great food. Um, Another good place that we really enjoy going is uh, Storytellers Cafe in the Grand Californian Resort, and that's a spot where it is a, it is a character breakfast. Just a quick FYI, it is a character breakfast. You have like Coda and Chip and Dale and all kinds of crazy stuff. However, 
you can order either from the buffet menu or from the a la carte menu. So it's it's really a something for everyone. So if somebody's in the mood for a buffet and somebody else is being all Bradley-ish and doesn't want to deal with the buffet that day, they <laughs> can right. be like, okay, Brad, you go sit over in the corner and order off the menu. Absolutely. Right. That's right. So so there's something for everyone there. So that's a good a good spot. So as you can tell, I'm I'm a little down on buffets right now because I'm just I'm just a little buffeted out in the whole Disney experience. But yes. a lot of people think that they are a great way to start out their Disney day. And I cannot necessarily disagree with the idea that A, they're quick because the food's already out there and prepared. They're you quick. can just you can just grab it. You can it help you deal with picky eaters because you can just take whatever people can try a little of something yep. get going so it, I, I can understand why it's a good way to charge up your day so and there's and there's tons of breakfast buffets in disney world and in disneyland so we we will just mention a couple here that we think are particularly noteworthy yeah. to get on um probably one of my probably my favorite if i have to go to a breakfast buffet in disney world i'm probably going to pick boma um it's got some interesting food options yeah. and it's it's nice and it's not a madhouse like some of the other places. It's it's pretty, you know, it, it's a nice, cool environment. I don't have to go into a park, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's in the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, a, you know, it's got all most of the standard Disney breakfast fare, but it's also got some other interesting options. And, of course, you've got uh, the, the the jungle juice or the pog juice or whatever you want to call it there Right, as well. they do have jungle juice there. And, and Boma has some African-inspired um buffet items as well to try so you know it's just a beautiful resort so if you haven't ever been over to animal kingdom lodge it's a great it's a great place to go and um you can check out the animals outside it's really fun so that's a good one another great one that we can really recommend again with a few african african inspired um options is tusker house in the animal kingdom theme park um and that is up in Africa, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> up in Harambe Village in Animal Kingdom. Um, this is a character, um, a character buffet. So you're going to see Mickey. You're going to see probably Minnie, Goofy, Daisy, maybe Donald. Um, oh, it's it's actually Donald's breakfast. So you're going to yeah. see Donald definitely. Um, lots of good things to try there. And they're all in their safari gear, which is super fun. They're definitely in their safari gear. Something that I love to do here is go like at eleven o'clock, so then you can have breakfast and lunch at the buffet. <laughs> So those are kind of our probably those probably stand out as the two buffets that I would probably do if I was in Disney World. Are there any others or do we want to move on to Disneyland? Yeah, we can move on to Disneyland. Okay. In Disneyland, obviously storytellers, since that's one of our favorites, is a good place. And then also there's uh Goofy's Kitchen, which hits both it, it's a it's a character meal and it is also a character a meal, meal and they also they have so much food there and yeah there's so really many is. different kinds of food. Um more than you would ever because it's actually a brunch. Um, when you go for breakfast there. So they've got breakfast and lunch options out most of the time. Okay. So then moving on to character meals in general, since, mm-hmm. since we've got Goofies, what, what what are some character meals that we should recommend in Disney World and Disneyland? So if you need to do character, here are a couple that are not buffets that you can. I mean, we, we have a non-buffet character meals podcast altogether, but some of our favorite breakfasts will be Ohana, which um, you can see Mickey, Lilo, Stitch, um, and it's it's a seated character meal, which means they'll bring your food. It's a never-ending stream of food to your table. And that's in the Polynesian. That's in the Polynesian Resort in Walt Disney World. That's right. You can also do uh, Cinderella's Royal Table, which is, you know, 
not bad. It's expensive, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it is a it is kind of a fun experience. And the food, in my opinion, is not bad. Yeah, it's an opportunity to eat in in the castle, which very you know, which you can't get that option anywhere else. So that's definitely a good one to try. Would you include Acker shoes? As I kind of like Acker shoes for for breakfast. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good one. Also, especially if you have some folks in your party who are adventurous eaters, there's some interesting things on the docket there for breakfast. So, so I'd have to say that by far my favorite character breakfast at Disney World, or at least I should say the most underrated character breakfast at Disney World is probably the Cape May Cafe breakfast because it has all the characters, the food's pretty good, and it's not a madhouse. Right, so that's Cape May Cafe, and that's at the Beach Club Resort. That's right. Um, and that's, it does not have Mickey, but it has uh, several of the Fab Five. But I'm happy to trade my Mickey for a little sanity in my, <laughs> in my breakfast. It's definitely a, a character meal that is not as well attended, so you might be able to get a later dining reservation for that um so it's It's just it's just more relaxed like everybody will tell you that chef mickey's is where you're supposed to go for a character breakfast yeah i don't agree no i mean i'm going to be controversial here and just say that i would avoid chef mickey's it's it's just so it's so hard to get in and it's and it's you know all you're going to miss out by going to cape may instead is is basically Mickey, right? Like that's you're not going to miss out much else, right? I mean, I I like Chef Mickey's. I'm I'm a fan of Chef Mickey's, um, and I like that you can see all all the Fab Five there, which you can also do at Tusker House, I believe. I say, I'd rather see them in safari outfits at Tusker House, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, you know that is a quintessential meal. But I do agree that Cape May Cafe is a little less um, crazy. <laughs> now, are there any Disneyland places we didn't cover that are character breakfasts? Over in Disneyland, Minnie also has a character breakfast at the Plaza, at the Plaza Inn, and um, that has a weird variety of characters, um, but pretty typical breakfast they, food. They do that in Disneyland in general, too. Kind of, they're just like, we've got all kinds of characters, and we're not afraid to use them. Right, you exactly. Know? So I, there are a few specific menu items that I want to make sure you guys know about before you start planning your, your breakfasts in, in Disney World, your table service breakfasts. Um, there are lots of different kind of eggs benedicts that you might want to try. There's a key lime hollandaise um, over at Olivia's, which is in the um, Old Key West Resort. There's also an eggs benedict with some lobster hash at the Grand Floridian Cafe, which is fabulous. Um, if you want to head over to Crystal Palace in the Magic Kingdom, they have a puffed French toast that people really, really love, including myself. I love that stuff. Um, they also have Pooh's breakfast lasagna, which, which is, is very interesting. I believe that is a scientific attempt to get the most calories into the least amount of space. <laughs> and Probably. Just mash everything that anybody might eat for breakfast into a big square and try that out. That's exactly what they do. Pooh's breakfast lasagna. It's really, really fun. Um, so there's a lot. I mean, and they're always coming out with new, interesting breakfast items items at table service restaurants and there's lots and lots to try one i really wanted to check out at disneyland which i never because i love cafe orleans for lunch mm-hmm. but i've never gone there for breakfast and i've heard that they have a they have a uh, interesting sounding i don't know if it's a, if it's technically an eggs benedict but it's it's they've got andouille sausage and, and on english muffin so i guess technically like a cajun yeah and ver- I, I've yeah been, i've been anxious to try that out as well that'd be really interesting too i haven't had that either so. so obviously we didn't cover everything because there's just so much breakfast stuff to cover, but I think we hit some of the highlights of uh, breakfast at table service in, in uh, Disney World. Yep, and Disneyland, absolutely. So there's lots to eat before you get out on your uh, park touring day.
All right. Let's take a few questions from the listeners, shall we, AJ? Yeah. Our first question is from Christy A., who asks a very key question, I think. Can you tell me where at Disney World I can get a specialty pretzel, not just a plain salted kind? So is she looking for just Disney World or Disneyland as well? I'm going to say, let's, let's, I'll tell you what, I don't know what she was asking for, but why don't you tell us all the pretzels you can okay. think of in either one? Okay. There's lots, there's been an explosion of pretzel goodness in, in the Disney's lately. <laughs> the Disney's. Um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that sounds like a condition. I've had, oh, I've got to explode. I've got ex- pretzel explosion in my Disney. It's, <laughs> it's, it's tragic. It's <laughs> horrible. Okay. So, um, basically there are about four different types of pretzels five different types of pretzels that you can get in Disney World. The, there's the regular, you know, uh, soft pretzel, salted soft pretzel. That Which she apparently says, Christy has Christy no doesn't care about. For. The other four are the jalapeno cheese stuffed pretzel, the cream cheese stuffed pretzel, which is a sweet cream cheese. Um, you can also get the Mickey-shaped stuffed, uh, Mickey-shaped soft pretzel. And there's the Germany hand-twisted pretzels in Epcot. So those are the four different types that you can get. I'll just do a quick little rundown of where you can get some of those. So that cream cheese pretzel you can get in Magic Kingdom at the Lunching Pad. You can also get it over in Hollywood Studios at the Pretzel Garden. And I believe they also have it at a little cart in front of um, the Great Movie Ride. And uh, you can also get that cream cheese pretzel at the Fife and Drum Tavern in Epcot. Um, that jalapeno do pretzel. They, what about in Disneyland? Do they, they have the cream cheese somewhere in Disneyland Yes, as well? they do have the, the cream cheese at Bengal Barbecue in Disneyland, and I believe they're at... Um, do they have it at Bengal, or is it just at, at the refreshment corner? Oh, yeah, refreshment corner. Good catch, good yeah. catch. Look um, at me. It's like I know something on this the show. refreshment corner in Disneyland. Um, and and you California. can also get it at, at California Adventure at Bayside Brews. And every every beer place in California Adventure, you can pretty much get that cream cheese pretzel. Um, the jalapeno pretzel, the jalapeno cheese pretzel in Disney World, you can, again, at the fi- get at the Fife and Drum Tavern in Epcot. You can get that at um, the Harambe Fruit Market in Animal Kingdom. You can get it at, um, let's see, in Disneyland. You can get it at, again, same uh, same general places. You can get it at Bengal Barbecue, the Coca-Cola Refreshment Corner, I believe, and over at um, the the any like any the, the, the beer the beer spots at, at California Adventure. Um, no, those Mickey-shaped pretzels, you can get those pretty much everywhere in Disneyland. And you can get them in Frontierland in Disney World, uh, in the Magic Kingdom, and also at um, at the Fife and Drum Tavern in Epcot. And I've seen those popping up more and more often. They were new in the parks last year. Uh, they were new in the Disney World parks last year, and I've seen them popping up more and more often. And you said Germany has a specialty pretzel? Right. In Germany, their soft, their regular soft pretzel is a kind of a hand-twisted German right. Now, isn't there, is there one version. at Norway as well? Norway has two sweet pretzels that you can get, and, and those are, they have um, kind of a chocolate drizzled one, and they have an almond pretzel that you can get in Kringla, um, Kringla Bakery Og Cafe in Norway and Epcot. So if you're sick of regular old soft pretzels like Christy is, we've got, we've got you hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of information. That's right. <laughs> she didn't think she didn't think she was asking for all that, but she got it. <laughs> Our next question comes from Tom H, who says that they are coming to the Epcot Food and Wine Festival in October and Yay. are wondering what the crowds will be like. Are there better days to hit up the booths in World Showcase? 
Yes, great, great question, Tom. Absolutely. Um, the crowds will be absolutely horrendous on the weekends and in the evenings. If you're ever wanting to have a very crowded time, just go opening weekend on Saturday. Probably that's probably always yeah, that's always a good time to really see the crowds if crowds are your thing. It's absolutely horrific. So I always recommend go to the Epcot Food and Wine Festival at 11 a.m. when those booths first open um, on a weekday. Those are your best times to go, and um, you'll be able to walk right up and, and grab your food and be on your way. At least if you're lucky, you will. Sometimes sometimes no amount of planning will help you avoid the lines. But I would say I've never been at 11 where the, where the lines were too no. terrible. Yep. Our last question comes from Ellen P., who says her son has celiac disease and can't eat gluten. What's the best way to approach this at Disney World, and are there any restaurants you recommend for good gluten-free options? Okay, um, so if you have any special diet whatsoever, whether it's gl you need to eat gluten-free, you need to eat vegan, you need to eat vegetarian, you need to eat, um, you have any sort of allergies whatsoever, the best way to approach that with Disney World is to contact their special diets, um, their special diets um, people area section. Um, if you go over to DisneyFoodBlog.com and look on our sidebar under the FAQ section. Here she goes again. Right <laughs> over the Disney Food Blog sidebar. No, the thing is that we have compiled so much information about dining with any sort of special diet. And I can't possibly tell you all of it here in this podcast, but we have so much information on that. Um, so you want to head over to the, the sidebar on DisneyFoodBlog.com, look under the FAQ section. At, and look for you know special di the, the the link that talks about special diets. Click it; it will tell you exactly where to go. We have phone numbers to reach um, Disney World special diets folks, and we have uh, all the information you need, including like PDFs of the forms that you need to fill out for Disney World. So what you're going to do is contact them. They'll put you in touch with chefs so that you can make sure they know what's going on, what you need, so that they can take care of every issue you may face before you even get to the parks. All righty then. Well, that is pretty much covers our three reader questions for this week. If you have a question you would like answered, be sure to send your questions to podcast at disneyfoodblog.com with the word podcast in the subject line, and we will be sure and read your questions and get you an answer as quickly as possible. Yep. Now it's time to play a game. Yes, Disney Food Blog Podcast Games. It's the, the trivia game, so to speak. And we will first start off by answering our question from last week and letting you know who won. What was our question last week, AJ? Well, on the last podcast, on episode seven... I should, it's really wrong of me to call it last week when in fact... Because it was like last month, last, probably. Yes, almost. But, um, okay, so the question was, and this was a tough one, there are... Lots of places in Disney parks, resorts, and cruise ships that have the name Cove in the title. Lots of dining locations that have the name Cove in the title. 
and um, and we got lots of responses. I was going to say, I note that you're revising how you asked the question previously. Previously, you said there was three, as There's if your three. encyclopedic knowledge had actually remembered all of them. But in fact, after reading all the answers, we found out that there were more than just three places that included. I know people were writing in answers and making and like I was learning definitely from the answers. We got lots and lots and lots of responses. Um, the winner this week is Amanda S. And we will be contacting her to um, to award her her prize. And which three did she pick? The three that she picked were the ones that I was thinking of originally, which are the Cove uh, the Cove Bar at um, Bay Lake Tower in Disney World, the Cove Bar in Disney California Adventure, and the Cove Cafe on the Disney Dream and the Disney Fantasy Cruise Ships. So many coves. So many coves. Um, so Amanda S. will win her choice of a DFB guide guide food food um guide to food in disney world and uh she can choose from gosh we have four of them now soon to be five yeah she may she she, she might want to hold off and get the the upcoming food and wine festival the food guide. and wine festival guide which should be out next week yeah absolutely and so for the next week what's our or for the next question what is our question for next episode okay so since we're talking about breakfast we wanted to have a breakfasty question and uh this it's one, the most important question of the day. That's right. It is. And this is a this is this covers both Disney World and Disneyland. And this is a pretty easy one. So, get ready. So Brad might even be able to answer it. Brad might even know it. <laughs> so, it is what French pastry can you get at both Cafe Orleans in Disneyland and also at the Mint Julep Bar? If you're a Disney food podcast listener, you might know about this. Um, and at the Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory at Disney World's Port Orleans Resort. So what French pastry can you get at those two places? Is the answer French fries? No, that's no. not pastry. Well, if you know the answer, be sure to send it at to trivia at disneyfoodblog.com with the word trivia in the title of your email and send your answer to us and you will be entered to win your choice of any of the DFB guides. Absolutely. So be sure and send in your answers. All right, you've come to the end of the DFB podcast, eighth episode, and we thank you so much for joining us. I also wanted to take a minute to thank everybody who went and left us a review on iTunes. We, we blasted through that 100 barrier that had been daunting us for so long, so I really appreciate all you guys who took the time to give us a review. Now we need to get to 150. Well, she's getting greedy now. <laughs> but if you do want to leave us a review on iTunes, you can either leave us a review there or subscribe. We also love to hear your comments at dfbpodcast.com. You can also subscribe on Stitcher. You can follow the podcast on Twitter.com at Twitter.com slash DFB podcast. There's just so many ways you can interact. There's so many ways. And don't forget to check out DisneyFoodBlog.com and www.forgrownups.com where we both hail from. From whence we hail. From whence we hail. That's better. That's grammatically better. <laughs> and that's the best kind of better. Whatever that means. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> So let's round up this episode of the DFB podcast. Again, we'd like to thank you all for listening, and we will hope to get back to you soon. 